Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everyone. We hope you are doing well on this it, somber event. I don't know how to call it. You, you can tell by how uh, somber the evening is, by how uh, red my face is. You can tell that I have had a glass of wine. I kind of give away the game a bit too much. Uh, Roma, they draw one-to-one to Fiorentina. I mean, so much to get into. Before all that, we have to thank all of our wonderful patrons. If you would like to join the group chat, get early access to uh, this uh, this uh, funeral arrangement, so to speak, you can go to patreon.com slash Roma Press. And as always, the support everybody has given to us on YouTube, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, we, we can't thank you enough. It does truly make evenings like this one where Roma essentially collectively lined all of us up in a row and just kicked us between the groin, uh, it it makes uh, evenings like this far more tolerable. So truly, from the bottom of our hearts, we greatly, greatly appreciate your support. Again, youtube.com slash at press, like, subscribe, all that good stuff, or even leave a comment berating uh, our opinions. We appreciate those too. But oh yeah. Nonetheless, they're, thank they're you there. Right after, right, yeah, right. They're already there. The comments berate yeah, yeah. our opinions. Well, I, I mean, where right after you posted your initial take uh, on on Twitter, we get we got hate mail from some of yeah. our greatest. <laughs> I, I mean, where I don't even know where to start, man, because um, I told both we can, of we can, my, I mean, we uh, can start where it all starts. So we can start with you know Roma lead after five minutes. That's where we can that start. Was great. Well, if we want to take, like, if we want to compare this game to um, kind of like a story arc or compare it to a, a novel, I, I mean, man, the act one was pretty nice. Uh, and that's even considering to act one being Paulo Dybala, which getting injured coming off in the 22nd minute, I believe it pa- was. Paulo Dybala looking great and then coming off injured. Looking that's- fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> you, you you juxtapose those first twenty minutes to him to him being injured. If you take his twenty two minutes and just combine it into one summary, one metaphor, you 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 have the Paolo Dybala experience at Ice Roma. You have brilliance. You have a very clear picture as to who the two best players of Roma are. Paolo Dybala was put. Uh, he was sensational in those 20 minutes. I, I, it sounds so silly to even say that, but wow, 20 minutes, holy yeah, shit. You know. Yeah, pure class, pure class. Fantastic. I, I mean, I wouldn't even venture to say he's at 100% yet because he got injured, he returned, he goes uh, on to international break. Uh, no, he, he wins He wins play. player of the month for November. Yes. So that's, you know, he's, he's looking great. He's looking, again, like the, the bala that we knew from last year. But uh, that also entails him getting hurt after 20 minutes. It's the you have to take the good and the bad with with uh, with Paolo. Do we though? Because I feel like at this point, I, I mean, mean I told we, you the, what's the, what's the best. Next yeah, there is best no thing. other alternative. <laughs> I, you know, uh, I mean, is uh, <laughs> is uh, 20 minutes of as Moon comes in, he gets injured as well. So it's not like um, <laughs> I, I, I mean. Well, here, before we get into like that part of it, into the actual match, I have to tell you, I, I had a bad feeling about tonight because I watched the full match in Bergamo between Atalanta and Milan, and then I saw Lazio, Verona, and I thought, man, 
They yeah, well, insane, and obviously, insane results for us. Insane. Napoli too. So good. I mean, you want to talk about like a a golden Absolutely. nugget falling? Have you ever seen the movie Joe Dirt? I, you had to have, yeah. Okay, you know when the asteroid or or the the meteor, as he calls it, falls from the sky and he thinks he's just hit it rich. Yeah, and should I say spoiler alert for a movie that was made in what two thousand and one? 2002 something like that it's fine you can go uh, ahead i don't think uh, yeah i don't know exactly which year i just remember that it uh, I don't was think released we have listeners who just woke up from a coma so <laughs> i just remember it was released the same time as the wonderful uh, tom green movie uh freddie got fingered oh freddie got fingered which, oh classic which That's, was you know there's martin scorsese and then there's freddie yeah, and then fingered. there's that yeah, yeah. um so the the meteor falls out of the sky. Joe Dirt thinks, "Oh, oh, boy, I'm about to, I, I'm rich now. This guy who's been down on his luck his entire life, a meteor falls out of the sky, creates a crater in the earth. He thinks he has hit it big. Uh, he pulls this thing in the wagon. He's even eating off of it, uh, and then he takes it to a um, a, a, a pawn a, a pawn shop. And the guy has the unfortunate uh, task of telling him what actually." That thing that you have been carrying around in your wagon, it's not actually a meteor. It is actually a big hunk of crap. And that is what I felt like after the 20, 22nd minute after Paolo Dybala. I mean, that that was a hunk of crap. And the second, that meteor, wherein we saw Napoli drop points, Milan drop points, Lazio drop points, the second that meteor fell out of the sky, we knew. I, I, I knew. I knew they were going to screw this up tonight. I knew it. And I didn't know the fashion in which they would do it. I didn't know how painful it would be for us. I mean, it is usually very painful. But again, at this point, most of us would qualify as a, a, a dominatrix for how much pain we are willing to endure. Or wait, no, it's the other way around. What do you call a person receiving? Uh, Cle- okay, it's clearly, okay. it's, I'm a, it's a, I mean, a, a victim of circumstances. Yeah, I don't mean to kink shame if this is even shaming, but but in all seriousness, like we are used to things going badly. But I mean, I didn't think it would be this. It was almost bizarre with the pain rolled into one. As you just said, you have Romelu Lukaku, Paolo Dybala. They combine in the fourth minute, fifth minute to get Roma an early lead in it. I have to tell you it. At that exact moment, like if I could just freeze time, I was thinking to myself, holy shit, this is it. This is it. This is the time. This is where Roma, they combine everything that they have gotten wrong. It is uh, Roma showing us everything that they have fucked up early in the season. It is them showing and proving to us that they learned their lessons and they are ready um, to show all of the quality that they have and the belief that they have within themselves to, to, to dominate an opponent. I wish I was able to freeze time right then and there. I, I feel, you know, like that was, I was so much happier in that moment than I am right now. And then there's everything that happens after that. And I, I don't even know what to say, man. Like, I I don't know who to point to. I don't know who to be mad at. I don't know who to blame. I don't know which of the players I want to uh, give a, 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 a the uh, Chris Benoit cross-face crippler to and then maybe carry out some other things that the... Our, one of my favorite uh, f- uh, French Canadian wrestlers did. Uh, 
on a certain evening in what 2009 or something like that. I just watched a buy a, a, a documentary on him, so I'm probably going to drop about uh, nine or ten uh, Chris Benoit uh, uh, hints in this episode. I mean, I don't even know what to say. I, I mean, you end the match with Paulo Dybala injured. You end the match with the red card to Zalewski, which <laughs> I know you are not his biggest fan. But that, I mean, even by his standard, by the Nikola Zalewski standard of just pure and utter stupidity, the timing of his sending off could not have been more just appropriate to how things have gone for him of late. I, I, to be sent off that early into the second half is inexcusable. And then you lose Romelu Lukaku. Uh, he is also sent off. So now we are going into the stretch. Where we, have, um, we don't know how long for Paolo Dybala. I'm still waiting for uh, Roma to, to uh, uh, let us all know uh, in the media group chat as to what the situation is. And then Lukaku at least one match suspension, so... Uh, yeah, you're basically, you don't have Dybala, you don't have Lukaku, you don't have Sardar Asmun. And the most important stretch of the season. So, yeah, <laughs> you should have expected this. I, where, where do you want to start? Because I, I have to tell you, I, I'm mad at, I think, everything and everyone because I, there's no one thing I can point to. I'm just I angry. Think, I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't know if I can be. I can say that tonight I'm mad. I, I can say that I, I, I said it before. Tonight was a must win because you're playing at home and you have to make home, you know, your um, your main strength. That's that's the that's the opinion right there, you know, that Roma, they have so few guarantees and reassurances in this life or any life that <laughs> Roma performing that uh, playing at home in a packed Stadio Olimpico with fans chanting behind you all, ni all 90 yes. minutes, despite the fact that you're playing down to nine men against uh, Fiorentina side that you should be winning against. Um, I mean, that's that's the game right there. So the moment that you, you lead this game, you have to score the second goal. You have to shut it down. You know, you have to send Fiorentina packing right there and then. And... Um, and we once again we are getting the the same old same old from Roma, which is they see all the other teams collapse. So as you mentioned before, um, Milan, Napoli, Lazio, they all collapse. They all underperform, and Roma have the perfect golden chance to, you know, to come out swinging and uh, and they do so right after five minutes they do so. Everything seems perfect up until that Paolo Dybala injury and uh, and what do you know? It's sort of like that's the domino effect that we feared because that leads to Sartarazmun coming on. Sartarazmun gets injured. Zaleski gets sent off. And then eventually Romelu Lukaku gets sent off. So and can you even blame the performance? I mean, again, what performance are we talking about? The performance that we know from the opening 20 minutes or the performance that followed the Nikola Zaleski? red card you know it's that's that's where it comes right. down to what maybe we had like 20 good minutes and then we had on and off 10 minutes here 10 minutes there and then Fiorentina having all the momentum their way so that second half was this a match that you should have won yes um does this point hurt yes does this point squander any chances going forward no do the red cards do the injuries uh put the next few games at risk most definitely 
Um, because as we said before, Roma are not a team that has a plan B. They don't have a plan C. They don't have a plan D. They have a plan A, and even that is shaky. So take Romelu Lukaku out of the equation. Take Paolo Dybala out of the equation. What are you left with? Like, honestly. Uh, you are left with... Uh, uh, <laughs> and what are well, you, you are left with, with the guy who scored El the, the, the... You're left with what? Well, with Lorenzo Pellegrini well, trying to... Oh, you're you're left with Gallo. Yeah, you get the Gallo. Uh, I the mean, rooster. you want to talk about the story arc? I mean, that guy looked like he was he was ready for redemption in that first month and a half. I do, having to rely on him now. It almost feels I, I, uh, weird. Uh, I mean, he, again, he started the very first match of the season. He, sc- he scores a brace. He looks like a guy reborn. Uh, he says, I, I feel better. I had a full summer preseason with Roma. I, I, I am ready to relaunch now. I, I, I am ready to show what I can do with Roma. I, I, I mean... I don't know realistically how much you can expect Belotti to give. I mean, again, for me, I don't even know where to start with this. What, I, I, I suppose me not coming out and, uh, uh, you know, uh, completely uh, berating Jose Mourinho is going to obviously get some uh, some people saying I kiss his ass too much again in the comments. Uh, but man, I, I, I don't, I don't know what, Jose Mourinho can do to unless he can perform some sort of uh, surgery on the the limbs of Paulo Dybala, he, he can't prevent him from being injured. He he can't prevent uh, Nikola Zalewski being sent off. I, I don't. Know. This is one of the few times where I come from a match of Roma where they get the poor result. That has happened thousands of times in my life and hundreds of times with you here. At a moment, at a this- moment where you need anything but a poor result right so yes and again it, it it's this was not as if it was the the second or third round of the season this is a round where you know coming into it where two two of the teams fighting directly with you for a top four place have dropped points and you have chance to create a gap between napoli and gain ground to get what? Plus, I think they would have been uh, only two behind Milan had they won tonight. A fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. Once I, they would, they I would have I had this 27 points. Ago. 27, 27 points. Milan are at 29. You're right there. Yes. You put uh, distance between yourself and Fiorentina. You put distance between yourself and Atalanta. You're, you know, you put distance between yourself and Napoli, who are in a slump. As always, it's a matter of uh, Roma. Roma have this tendency of looking at their opponents at the worst times and then not looking at them. They almost like they play without the awareness that they almost felt like they played without the knowledge of the previous night's results. You know, and, and that's that. That makes the difference in the long run is for a team to know when to. When to really go for the you know for the jugular for a team to really know when to step their game up and it seemed like you know they once again we were uh, we had this illusion of Roma coming out of the gate five minutes in get an early lead the team is flowing 
Dybala's performing, Lukaku gets ahead in effort, beautiful. Everything's fantastic. It's almost like a honeymoon in Rio. And uh, and instead, <laughs> one thing starts a chain reaction, and it's always like that at Roma. One thing cannot start and end there. No, it has to lead into other episodes, into other situations. And so Paolo Dybala gets injured, and then all of a sudden that is not only something that you must deal with, the injury in itself, that causes Roma to sort of spiral out of their momentum, their, you know, their, the, the, the great flow that they had built, built up over that period of time. They have to bring in Sardar Azmun, which, okay, cool, that's cool, but uh, once Sardar Azmun gets, goes down, then you have Nikola Zaleski who does what he what he did, and, uh, and and that's a whole different. It's like this. Instead of having these isolated episodes, isolated scenes, you have these sequences that lead from one yes. thing to the next one. And with Roma, it's always like that. They never are able to isolate the issue. Take you know, okay, Dybala got injured. You know what? We're gonna keep doing our thing. No, that's. Unfortunately, that's the way it is because Dybala is so important to to the team that there's always going to be a side effect. So that's what we were looking at, you know, a team that is unfortunately unable to uh, compensate for all the side effects, for the injuries. That's the moment Mourinho says it's so important that we stay healthy. We got three players <laughs> that are out with injuries. So uh, that is a perfect way of putting it, man. Like they have no idea how to isolate the disease or prevent its spread. You know, they are so intent in allowing it to go to other vital organs and into other important, uh, not even parts of the match, but into consecutive matches after that. I, I almost feel like to tonight, a match like tonight, focusing on individuals. I mean, obviously, Paolo Dybala, he goes down injured. But those final... 65 to 70 or some minutes did anybody stand out to you as wow they um they understood the task at hand and they they looked prepared to uh, take on an added responsibility they looked as if they I, don't know. I mean i thought i thought both teams would look quite you know quite disorganized so or rather roma started off hot and then it sort of Obviously, it, it crumbled as the minutes went by. But but Fiorentina again, you know, it, it's sort of like that. Roma seemed to always, I mean, not always because they do get the results. But very often in these difficult games, in these games where the stakes are very high and you know about it and the team knows about it, they almost all they very frequently they lower themselves to the level of their opponent or like, rather they adapt to the way the opponent is playing so fiorentina they're not having a remarkable game roma immediately match that same energy and um and once again that obviously leads them to to squander a perfect chance which would have seen them sitting comfortably fourth place now they still sit fourth place but they're on equal points with with Bologna, just have one more win, I think, to their record. Um, yes. And then you have everybody else breathing down your neck uh, at a time where even the smallest slip-up can cause you to spiral out of top six, I believe, something like that. So yes. top six, top seven, 
I mean, you're looking at a really congested table. So in the moment where you're gonna face a lot of difficult teams, hey, up next you got you got you got everybody. You got you're looking at Bologna, you're looking at Napoli. Those are teams that are right there with you. Um, you make you make one mistake. We see what happens tonight. You had the you make one mistake and you lose the three points. You make one mistake and you go from leading to playing to nine men. Like that's that's what happens. That is what happens, and I, I mentioned this in a in an episode a couple of weeks ago. I think it was before the derby, if I'm not mistaken. These chances where you have teams ahead of you dropping points like this in unison in the same round, they don't come about often. They really, really don't. And thus far. Both opportunities in which it has happened and Roma had a chance to take advantage, to grab all three points, to grab a victory, to uh, grab a win that would help not only not completely erase, but at least soften the blow of the mistakes you made earlier in the season. They have fumbled them completely. And I, I, I don't know what to really think about this Roma because the funny thing is when you see them play, when you see them just when the moment gets difficult, yes, they are able to come back. We we know that they, they have done that so many times in, the, in just a handful of weeks, but man, it is, it is almost like they have it in the back of their heads and and you could see them like saying it to themselves, like we can't we can't screw this up, 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 and they do just that. I, I don't know if it is a character flaw, if this is a technical or a tactical issue, if this is a problem with a lack of uh, uh, sanatory in the dressing room or something. I I don't know what it is. I don't know how to isolate this problem. I don't know how to pinpoint how they fix it. And that, I mean, to me, is the most worrying thing. It, it would, again, it would be one thing if Rui Patricio was letting, uh, uh, let the, the ball go through his legs. Okay, well, you purchase a new goalkeeper. There you go. End of discussion. I mean, with this, I, it's a problem in the midfield. I don't know. Is it the defense? I don't know. Is it the attack? I don't know. Is it Jose Mourinho? I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. And I feel like, uh, more than uh, coming up on, uh, it will be round sixteen when Roma faced Bologna. I mean, to have that level of uncertainty, in my opinion, it, it is just as worrying as having a very glaring issue. I, I mean, not knowing the problem to me is in itself a problem. And I, I, I don't know how they fixed this thing because, I mean, do you know what to expect from Roma from weekend to weekend? Because I don't, I don't think anybody does. I don't think Jose no, Mourinho. No, and exactly. I think that so, you tap into a very concrete problem is the fact that, even at full strength, you don't know what you're going to get. Now that Roma are not going to be at full strength, that makes it even more complicated. Yeah. I, well, and two, we have talked about the lack of, uh, uh, really the lack of concrete alternatives that they have. I mean, to have to rely on some of these guys against, uh, you know, we know who they are playing in this stretch. <laughs> I've, said, I, I've said it that nauseam the last few weeks. I, I mean, to me, it almost seems in, in a way unfair to have to rely against uh, in in in, uh, in Torino against Napoli. Uh, can, can we rely on 
Belotti should is it right to rely on El Shirawi, a guy who you and I both said he knows his role. We know his role. It is from the bench. This is not the guy that can or should be relied upon from the very first minute. I I, I, I don't know. I don't know anything as to what to expect from some of these guys. Uh, Zalewski. Yes, we know he could be foolish, but then we see him pull something out from his backside at times too. I I, I don't know what to think about this Roma. You you said it earlier. They have so few guarantees. Um, to be missing at least one of those guarantees for we don't know how long yet, but I, I would have to imagine Paolo Dybala is going to miss at least a couple of weeks at the minimum. To be, uh, be without that one guarantee, uh, you're going to be without uh, Romelu Lukaku at least for the next match against Bologna. I mean, you take away the few guarantees they already have. I'm, I, I, I am terrified now. I, I am terrified because this feels like one of those moments that you and I, we have experienced so many times during, throughout the seasons when we have been doing this podcast where the car is hanging on the edge of the cliff. We are going to find out right now as to whether or not uh, there's enough weight to keep the car onto the cliff and prevent it from falling off the cliff side, or it is going over. That's a, that's a great a that's emotion. a great metaphor, man. I think you learn you learned your lessons from me. <laughs> that's that's I, pretty I, good. I have to compliment you. But 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 it's at that point now and. Thus far this season, they have prevented that. They have prevented it where everything goes off the rails like it could have uh, after Genova. They prevented that. Uh, I feel like we are there again. And They prevented that at, at full strength again. Yeah, well, at full strength. exactly where I'm going. And now, as we said, most important part of their season. Uh, this hurts. This almost feels like a defeat. I, I mean, most of the time, you get the result against a team that is directly challenging you for the uh, for a top four place. You feel good about it, but man, to to lose against this Fiorentina that I have watched ad nauseum this season, and they are the embodiment of the word inconsistency. You have, the, I mean, you think Roma is inconsistent this season? Uh, Fiorentina, they either look like uh, the 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 Barcelona Pep Guardiola, or they look like. Um, the uh, Pescara of who was the manager that you always point to of that the Pescara side, the one Zeman? that promoted. No, no, no. When they were in uh, uh, Serie A, remember? Yeah. Do you remember how bad? Oddo, they Massimo, Oddo, no. <laughs> Ma- yes, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, they're either one of those two. 2016. There's no in between. Yeah. So I, I can't believe you remembered that. How? <laughs> That was a season where they had like a f- uh, two or three different the worst, yeah, yeah, the, f- the worst yeah, defensive record for any. Yeah. Um, for them to not get a victory tonight against this Fiorentina, I, I am sorry. It, the, the, there, there is no excuse. There is no, uh, there is no, there is nothing that they can give as an alibi, in my opinion, that would be valid, that we would or should accept as valid. You, you. I, I don't care about the thing about Paolo Dybala, I, uh, Zalewski, okay, whatever, whatever. You have to do this because these, these opportunities are, are so few far in between throughout the season. For you to have fumbled in consecutive months at this point now, twice you had this chance where you had Napoli, uh, Milan, uh, all of these teams in front of you for top four drop points. Before kickoff, by the way, before the 
before the referee blows the whistle. You know, if you win tonight, you gain ground. That's it. Nobody else is playing after you. They fumbled both opportunities this season. I am so angry because they screwed up the first month of the season. They wouldn't even be in this position if they didn't drop points to Verona, to Salernitana. Getting embarrassed by James. Okay, well, what are we talking about? We are not. We can't be talking about the past constantly. No, I'm not. Is, I, I understand that, but but you, are, know, you know, yeah, it when sucks. You get to a point where you have an opportunity <laughs> when, to when make up for a mistake you made in the past. You, you are going to show one of two things: that you learned from that mistake, or that you didn't. And they are showing sure. again, again, they didn't. So now we are at a point where they enter the most crucial part of their season against the most difficult opponents, and you are going to do it without the view as. You said correctly the 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 few guarantees that you have, you're not going to be with them. Gone. So I, yeah, I, gone. I don't know who They're to gone. be mad at or, or how I should feel right now because this feels like a defeat. It, it, well, any I, as I said before, anything other than a win in these games of this very busy and difficult schedule at home, anything other than a win is underwhelming and is considered a disappointment in my book. Um, the way this match was set up, I mean, we're we're, we're we should be grateful that Roma walk out of that stadium with one point they they keep their position in the table cool that's great but uh, as you say you know it's uh, it's quite a terrifying prospect to envision this Roma team playing for example without Romelu Lukaku um, doesn't mean that he solves every problem for you but uh, well he definitely scores and uh, I don't know we I mean we have the highest number of goal scorers per team in Serie A this season great we have I think 12 people scoring um, this season so that's Great, but uh, but without Lukaku, you miss the consistency. Now, having sat Belotti for so long on the bench, I don't know exactly in what kind of shape he's in and what kind of confidence level he has. The the awareness that hey, if he's getting any minutes, it's just because Sardaras Moon is out and because Lorme Lukaku is out. You know, so that's the thing. Is is uh, once again we're confronted with a team that has to compete on a number of fronts with other teams that I think have a clearer idea of who they are. Or at least, for example, I mean, or they are competing with teams that more or less deal with similar uncertainties. And instead of taking advantage of it, Roma almost follow in their footsteps instead of, you know, saying to themselves, well, look at that, Napoli, you know, the undisputed champions of last year. Now they're just barely making it out alive with Mazzari at the helm, we should take advantage of it. No. They and instead of speeding up, they start to break. And that's uh that's unfortunate because it just shows you that still no matter what year three with Mourinho, there's still that piece mi- missing from uh, from Roma being able to truly compete for what they tell the world that they set out to compete for, which is top four Champions League football. Um if you can't see that Milan and Napoli are struggling, that Atalanta, okay, they got a win against Milan, but they were coming off a very difficult stretch, have plenty of injuries. Um, Lazio, as inconsistent as Fiorentina, if not more. If if you, Roma, sitting now fourth in the table, can't recognize this as the golden opportunity, as the moment to show what you're made of, then I'm sorry, but you, you shouldn't be where you are. Yeah, you you deserve nothing. I I completely agree. I I don't know what else to add. This has been so disappointing, so painful, so so frustrating to watch unfold. I I really don't have more to add because I'm sure all of you feel the exact same. So we're going to leave it there. They this is where the this is where 
we are going to know <laughs> what is going to happen. We said it in the previous episode. There, there is so much on the line for this stretch of upcoming matches. To uh, to come off a match against Sassuolo, winning the manner in which you did, to not be able to carry that uh, into tonight is so disappointing, so incredibly frustrating. Uh, but uh, they don't have any alternatives. They don't have any opportunity to to lament, to cry. They just have to get back up, uh, dust themselves off, and win. I, I don't really know what else to say beyond that. So we will leave it there, chat with you later in the week. Until next time, ciao.